Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in to today's Nun Report. I took a couple of days off, uh, kind of unannounced. I, I, I should have uh, said something on Tuesday, but uh, my band that I play in had a uh, out-of-town casino gig, so we were doing that. And I just didn't, when I'm in that mindset, it's hard for me to jump in front of a mic. And it's also not a very pro look coming from a hotel room, in my opinion. So I took a couple of days off, had some replays out there. Hopefully you were able to uh, keep yourself entertained. Otherwise, without me, I'm sure it was, it was hard for some of you, but you survived just fine, I'm sure. And uh, anyway, but it was fun. Had a good time. Got to hang out with my, my, uh, with my brothers and get that out of my system until we have another show on Friday at a, a different casino, so that's going to be fun. It's something I do to keep my keep my mind fresh and just have a release and an outlet and have a lot of fun doing it. It's obviously for the passion at this point. It's not for the money. I have no illusions of grandeur of being a rock star or anything like that anymore, but a few times a month, I get to jump up on some pretty cool stages and pretend to be, and so that's a lot of fun. Today, we're going to talk about, we're going to look at uh, you know the border because that's a big thing against, always a big thing. It, the problem has never gone away. The media just follows their marching orders from the liberals, and every once in a while, they stop talking about it. Numbers were down for the summer like they usually were until August when we set a new record of $230,000, $230,000 people, illegal immigrants coming across the border. We have a massive influx of Venezuelans. Yesterday alone, in 24-hour period, 10,000 people, 10,000 in a 24-hour period came across the board. Simply not sustainable. We can't continue this. We don't have a country. This is being allowed to continue. The border is open. Anybody can come up there and walk through and get in, period. They don't have to apply for asylum. They don't have to do anything. They just come in. I'm going to show some videos of that and, and the line sacks of shit that the extreme commie Democrats are when it comes to talking about it. See, because they don't, they, these, these aren't stupid people, you know? They think that you're stupid and that I'm stupid and they can just go up there and tell bold-faced lies and if they say it often enough and loud enough that we will actually believe them. I don't think Americans do. I think Americans are done. I think we've had enough. I hope so. I hope that we've reached that point of enough is enough. And um, we look at Ukraine, you know, that Zelensky, of course, is in the U.S. begging for more money again and trying to shame Americans, not only about not giving him money, but also shaming us about the fact that uh, we're not doing enough to address climate change. He said that at the U.N. We'll take a look at that clip. Ottawa has some interesting things going on. Can I, Canadians, uh, uh, both Muslims and Christians, are in unity against the extremism of the commies up there that want to sexualize children, that want to have sexually explicit material available to children in schools, that want to encourage children to transition into sexes that they are not. They've had enough. And I hope that uh, it doesn't end up like the truckers. Remember last time there was an uprising in Canada and with the truckers, about the COVID lockdowns and a lot of them ended up with their bank accounts frozen and in jail because that's what communist societies do. And make no mistake, Canada is closer to communism than they are to a democracy by a lot. And the U.S. is heading in that direction too. We have a chance in 2024 to stop it. We're going to take a look at uh, Project Veritas. They shot, shut their doors finally after they got rid of James O'Keefe and kicked him out. They lasted just a few months. Now they're done. They're down the toilet. You have the European uh, Union, or the UK uh, in particular, I guess, that is trying to censor, you know, goes back to the whole Russell Brand thing. Not He hasn't even been charged with a crime, hasn't, let alone convicted. Simply a media campaign against, with four women accusing him of sexual assault and rape and other indecencies. I don't know whether he's did any of those things or not. What I do know is that you have the presumption of innocence until guilty, but no, he's lost his, 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 uh, his tour was canceled, his agent dumped him, YouTube suspended all monetization for six million of his subscribers on his channel, and UK Parliament wants TikTok and Rumble to also take him down. We're going to talk about that. Anyway, let's get rolling here. We're about four or five minutes in. I want to jump to what we're what is probably this is yes spending money needs to stop but more important than that and more damaging to our society to our culture 
you know, culturally, financially, all of that is the unchecked immigration that's happening right now along the southern border. It's it's destroying this country. We cannot see if if if, if these people were coming in at a rate that was sustainable where they could assimilate into society, but they have no intention of assimilating into society and becoming Americans. They're going to live in their little pocket communities and we're going to support them to a large extent. And I've just had enough. I've had enough of the Democrats lying about it. I've had enough of them saying that everything's okay. But remember, let's just, just, just remind everybody what they've been saying for the last two and a half years while seven plus million, seven million with an M, have come into the United States that we know of. Check this. It is my testimony that the border is secure. We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. The border is closed. We agree that uh, the border is secure. We're executing a comprehensive strategy to secure our borders. One of our highest priorities is to ensure that we have a secure border. And that is what we are doing. The border is secure. They're lying. They're lying. They're playing us for fools. They're playing you for a fool. They're playing me for a fool. Carice Jean-Pierre, your favorite sec- press secretary in mine, had this. Karine, uh, the uh, administration said yesterday it was a uh, granting temporary status to hundreds of thousands of Venezuelans. At the same time, the city of Eagle Pass uh, in the Rio Grande uh, has announced a state of emergency because of immigrant surge. Um, is there any concern that the timing of this uh, Venezuelan TPS announcement might exacerbate what's happening in Eagle Pass right now? And, and you know, essentially, is this going to make the situation in Eagle Pass worse? So look, um, we have worked very hard, the president have worked very hard to pl- implement a strategy when it comes to the border that is humane, safe, and, and has orderly enforcement. That is something that we have tried to do and worked really hard to do these last two years. Really? Humane, safe, and orderly. Does this look humane, safe, and orderly to you? We have hundreds of thousands. This is every day. Every day these people are just flooding across our border. They're coming from hundreds of countries around the world. Not just Venezuela. Very few Mexicans. Mexicans are happy in Mexico. We have people coming from China. We have people coming from the Middle East. A lot from South America, of course, but they're coming from countries all over the world. This is not just about Venezuela or about other things. And the lines, they're forever and ever. This is not safe. This is not humane. This is not orderly. It is anything but. It is an absolute shit show. It's absolute chaos. And for them to sit there and try to tell us that, oh, it's safe and orderly and humane, bullshit. It's not. It is none of those things. It is none of those things. Sex trafficking is going on. And these are exponential. Man, if you have 100,000 people coming across a month, a certain percentage of them are up to no good. If you've got 300,000 a month, the same percentage is up to no good. But it's far more people, right? 10% of 100 grand is 10,000. 10% of 300 is 30,000. So you have the more people that are coming in, the more sex trafficking is occurring, the more atrocities that are occurring, the more fentanyl is coming in. And it's organized. They're saying... The New York Post put out an article. It says cartels are sending migrant mobs of by the thousands to overwhelm the U.S. border. Drug cartels are being are, are, are besieging the border by deliberately sending thousands of migrants a day to hand themselves over to border patrol officers in different U.S. border towns. Sources revealed to the Post. Excuse me, I said Times when I started this. Right, the New York Post. I'm sorry. The tactic is meant to tie up already overworked border agents so Mexico's cartels can carry on their drug and human smuggling operations undisturbed in less populated areas. Law enforcement officials explain. So there's nothing safe and there's certainly nothing fucking humane about what this Biden regime is allowing to happen down there at the southern border. People are getting raped and sold as sex slaves every single day and many of those are children. Because the United States, after all, as we now know, is the number one consumer of sex trafficking, and particularly that of minors. 
Queen Jean-Pierre continued with this line of shit. Thanks, Green. So what do you call it here at the White House when 10,000 people illegally cross the border in a single day? So what do you call it, Peter, when GOP puts forth a... a, a wait, no. No, 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 no. No, you can't. Green? I'm answering... Okay, we're going to move You're on. You're answering no, a question no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. We're moving on. Green, moving. In the back. No, no, you said you were stopping back, the flow the of the border. No, no. 10, I tried to answer... No, Peter, bullshit. She didn't try to answer anything. She was going to try to deflect and turn it around and say it was the GOP's fault. Look. They say they're blaming the GOP because we have a comprehensive border plan. You know what their comprehensive border plan is? Bring in as many as possible. And the way we do that is by spending more money to increase processing capacity, to add more processing agents, more open gates in the steel wall, more people coming into this country, and then process them as fast as they can with our fucking money, and then send these people all over the country. To a town near you. Pretty soon, your town, your neighborhood is going to be flooded with illegal people, people in this country illegally because the government wants it that way. This is happening right now. And it's happening every single day, 24-7. And for them to... I just... It just drives me nuts. This is an eagle pass. They're just waltzing right in. They walk right up the road. Check it out. So Venezuela destroys their country, which was once a beautiful, most of the, one of the most thriving countries in South America. They destroy it economically, socially. They have bankrupted and in no small way, thanks to the U.S. And so now their people are coming here. What, to do the same thing? Instead of fixing their own country, they're coming here. And a lot of them are up to no good. Like I said, Hochul's had enough up in New York, but her tune has changed a little bit. She used to say that we welcome them with open arms. Here's a little comparison of where she was in 2021 and just two years later in 2023. Check it out. As you know, the Statue of Liberty is inscribed. It says, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled young masses yearning to be free, the wretched refuse to a teeming shore. And that statement encapsulizes our values. We want people to come here, despite where they came from or despite the circumstances that drove them to this country and to this, and to this state. We see, say you are welcome here. We are welcome with open arms and we'll work to keep you safe. We'll not only house you, but we'll protect you. So our message to the world is send us your people send us those who need the uh, the cloak of comfort that we can demonstrate as New Yorkers with big hearts and open arms, and we'll provide a safe haven. We have to let the word out that when you come to New York, we're not going to have more hotel rooms. We don't have capacity. So we have to also message properly that we're at our limit. If you're going to leave your country, go somewhere else. But the smarter thing is to apply for asylum before you leave your country. So before... We're telling the world that we want you to come here and comfort you with our cloak of comfort. Come to New York, everybody. That was just two years ago. Now they're finding out the reality of it, that you cannot support that many people. Your system is not built for it. You don't have the infrastructure. You don't have the money. You don't have the time. Oh, they don't have the money for them, but they have the money. They're now seeking reparations for people descended of slaves. Are you kidding me? But now she says, oh, no. You immigrants, you know, if you got to leave where you're at, you need to go somewhere else because New York is full. This is a president that has taken historic action on an issue, uh, on a system that has been broken for some time. It has not been broken to the tune of two or three million people a year. Not even close. For them to sit there and, and try to, to browbeat you over the head with the fact that this system was broken when we came in. Donald J. Trump had the border, the most secure border that we've had in decades. Fewer people were crossing the border in 2019 than at any time in decades. 
and people were not coming anymore. And a wall was being built and people were being sent back. We need a mass deportation. We need to build a wall. We need the National Guard along the border. And not only that, active military units too. If the National Guard can't handle it, we need to take the active military, put them down there, secure the border, massive pause on all immigration, 100%. Not another single person steps foot in this country until we get our shit together. Not one. Secure the border, take out the cartels. Distribution, the network, all of it, including the heads of the cartels, personally. Take them out. We have, we can do it. And that's not an invasion of Mexico. If, if Mexico won't handle their freaking crime problem, then that's affecting us and our national security and our safety. Over 100,000 people overdosing a year on fentanyl. If Mexico won't take care of their shit show, then we're going to have to go down there and take care of it for them. I'm done. We have Donald Trump, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Ron DeSanctimonious who have all said they would secure the border using the U.S. military to do it because this is an invasion. This is, these are people not migrating. They're invading this country. And they're coming by the train load. You see, the, the cartels are creating, they're, they're promoting the chaos. And when they see all over the world, they, they see this and they promote it. We're just letting people come cross our border. And so, of course, they're going to continue to come. And the cartels are providing transportation and financing. There's other NGOs that are down there moving them up to the U.S.-Mexican border as quickly as they possibly can and bringing them into this country by the tens and hundreds and millions. Over 3% of our population has been replaced by illegal aliens just since Biden took office two and a half years ago. You tell me if you're okay with that. Hakeem Jeffries, same, same line of BS. I think the Biden administration is doing all that it can uh, in that they inherited a broken system that it's not needs our to fault. be fixed moving forward in a bipartisan way through comprehensive immigration reform and leaning in to strengthening the border in a manner consistent with our values, both as a nation of immigrants and as a nation anchored in the rule of law. Yeah, piss off. You have no interest in seeking a bipartisan approach. He's lying through his teeth. They want their way or no way. And as I said, their way is to bring more people in as quickly as possible. The way we do that is by spending more money to increase processing capacity to bring them in faster. Oh, and by the way, as we bring them in, we're also going to give them IDs. This is leaked out that we are now putting together ICE secure docket cards for Illegal aliens, when they come into this country, they will be issued an ID with a digital scanner on it with the background and the information on that person. Now, you tell me, why do they need this? You're going to give them, and, and, and even more so, how about this? It, it's racist to require an ID to vote as a legal American to vote in legal elections. But it's not racist to require every person coming across the border to have a digital ID to come into this country and be able to function. You see the hypocrisy. They just want it. They just make shit up as they go. And then whatever they say it is, even if it's in complete and direct contradiction to other things that they've said. And they continue to do it because we continue to allow it. And there's a big chunk of useful idiots out there that vote for them. And the legacy media that just, oh, 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 I call them their lapdog media. They just do the seal clap and cheer them on, whatever. They, they just send them orders. Hey, here's our talking points for today. Hey, we need to make sure that we're telling everybody that the, uh, you know, that the impeachment thing is, is a sham and it's not real and there's no evidence. There's absolutely no evidence. Oh, we need to tell everybody that the border is secure. Yeah. There's certainly some anxiety within the administration as they see these numbers grow again. Over the course of the summer, officials were pleased with the lower numbers, the lower border crossings, as they levied consequences against those who crossed the border unlawfully. But amid shifting demographics and changing nationalities coming to the border, it makes this all the more difficult. Excuses. We could secure the border tomorrow if they had the will, the fortitude, and the gonads to do it. And they don't. Because they're snakes. 
you know, I'm sorry to, and I've been saying it for a while. There's, there is evil in the world. I believe we have a large level of demonic activity that's happening in this country right now. I believe that a lot of it is, uh, is a direct result, assault, not just on America, but on, it's a good versus evil thing. And I've, I've talked about that at length. Check out my past shows. So they just keep coming up. You know, the, the federal government took down Texas's uh, razor wire and stuff with their border patrol agents. And Governor Abbott says, we're putting it back up. We have a state of emergency here. We're not going to allow unchecked immigration to continue. What we need is for Republicans to stop talking about open borders. When you see the <laughs> CBP officers releasing migrants in mass on the street, do you think that sends a message to people that the border's open? The border is not open. Y'all got the memo. Is different than what happens in, in actuality. Did you hear what she said? What you see is not what happens in actuality. In other words, don't believe your lying eyes. You're not actually seeing this. These are not the droids you're looking for. Our border is completely secure. It's not open. Hmm. All righty then. Well, there's another little thing that's not getting a lot of attention, though it's starting to get more. This developer has, uh, Colony Ridge is a development north of Houston that has uh, grown massively over the years. It's the fastest growing development in the U.S. It's a magnet for illegal migrants because the developer, for whatever reason, you know, there's obviously money involved somewhere in there. They're, they're probably being paid off. They're allowing low down payment and no document loans to illegals. And this community has been under fire for some time now. It's been being built for years. And that is that it's that they've just destroyed the environment. They don't have proper flood mitigation. They don't have proper drainage. They don't have proper sanitation. It's basically a massive, huge slum city that's being developed to house up to 50 to 75,000 illegals in this country. Texas land developers established a sprawling settlement north of Houston where thousands of illegal immigrants are being believed to have settled, raising concerns among experts and elected officials that the development 400 miles in the interior of the United States could become a strategic asset for the cartels. What do you think? Of course that's what it's going to be. If they establish their own little pocket community and their own law enforcement and their own, I mean, you're you're ending up with basically a little tiny foreign nation and, and a foreign base, if you will, Inside, 400 miles inside the border of the United States. Of course, it's going to become a den for illegal cartel activity. That's why they're doing it. Located in Liberty County, Texas, near the small town of Plum Grove, the Colony Ridge Development is a sprawling community that, based on an analysis of public available information, is now over 60 square miles, nearly the size of the nation's capital of Washington, D.C. Its population is estimated to be anywhere between 50,000 and 75,000 and is growing rapidly thanks to the marketing plan targeted at Texas Hispanic population. Well, isn't that just just dandy? The report continues. Houses on the ground uh, fly the flags of foreign countries. So they're not even, again, they're not assimilating and integrating into this country and becoming Americans. They're keeping their own heritage, their own culture, their own language, and creating these pocket communities that do not, that are not, American or part of the United States of America. They're not. They fly foreign flags of countries. Many homes display their addresses on spray-painted pieces of plywood. Many structures, some of which are not hooked up to running water, were under construction, while others were unfinished but didn't appear to be actively getting worked on. At least one plot of land didn't have any structures at all, just a tent in the corner nestled between the shrubs. Stray dogs without collars could be seen roaming along on the sides of the streets. So in other words, it looks like another third world shithole. Is that what's going on? I think that's what's going on. It continues. I've dropped this story. I'm not going to go through this all, but here's the deal. They're getting, uh, because with traditional bank loans, you need to be able to show that you have credit rating and proof of income that the Colony Ridge are asking people to pay as little as a few hundred dollars for a down payment. The loan is directly from the developer, which bypasses traditional mortgages and banks. While the buyer might pay high interest rates near 15%, it's a great deal for someone with no other option to buy land in the county. And this is what it looks like from the air. Check it out. This is the 
development that's as large as Washington, D.C., 60 square miles as viewed from the air. And you can see they're putting the, the plots of land, the infrastructure, the roads are all there. The site work has mostly been completed. There are some houses in areas, but a lot of people are just there. They, they've purchased land. Nothing's been developed yet. They're just living in tents. And so, yeah, this is what's going on. 400 miles inland from our border. They're setting up a little uh, crimeopolis to bring the cartels in and have a nice little foothold inside the borders of the United States of America. Just peachy, eh? All right, moving on to weirdness. Truth, freedom, and weirdness is what this show is about. This is in Germany, and it was a an event for people who believe that they are uh, canines. They, it's, it's called, in fact, the, the name of the group is called Canine Beings. And they gathered, these are people who believe uh, that they're actually dogs. Uh, in other words, they have severe psychological issues that are not being addressed and they're allowed to just go around in the street. I don't know if they, if they uh, defecate and pee on fire hydrants and, and, and in the parks or not. I don't know. Is there is there a canine bean park somewhere where these these people can go play together and pretend to be dogs? This is just just weird. Check it out. <laughs> I think that falls under weirdness. This one kind of falls under weirdness too. This is a a billboard uh, in New York City that was meant to greet Vlad, or yeah, Zelensky when he came into the UN up there. And the company is stating that owns the board is saying that their AI that created the um, the graphic made a mistake when it identified the bottom half of the flag as urine and instead of saying glory to ukraine it in fact says glory to um to urine and i think that's much more appropriate and much more of an apt billboard than glory glory to ukraine because you know we're not i'm not here as an american to give, give glory to ukraine or any other country i'm here to give glory to god and to america uh, no glory to ukraine okay yeah, speaking of which no more money to ukraine and we're going to get into that right now Biden sat down and had a little meeting with Zelensky and he had his note cards with him and he mumbled his way through. So we can check out what was said. It, he, he's reading right off of note cards as he's talking to another president and check this out. And earlier this week at the UN General Assembly, I made it clear that, uh, that no nation can be truly secure in the world if in fact we don't stand up and defend the freedom of Ukraine uh, from facing this Russian brutality and aggression. So we must defend, because if we don't, the world will be destroyed and Vladimir Putin will go on a global conquest march across the entire NATO nations. So therefore, we must send all of our treasure to Ukraine so they can slaughter each other there by the hundreds of thousands. Look, people, there is upwards of half a million people that have died so far in Ukraine. Women and children are being raped, tortured, and slaughtered daily, every single day. And not all of that is on the part of the Russians either. Ukrainians have committed some pretty atrocious acts as well, such as war. Unfortunately, these things these things happen in war zones. And you can say they're war crimes. They are. I think war itself is a crime, period. But we cannot just continue to let this happen. Look, at some point, there needs to be a stop. There needs to be an end. Nobody is talking about peace. They just recently kind of started talking about peace. Oh, we need to have a peace summit and this and that and this and that. It's all lip service. Trust me. They will continue to pump the blood and pump the U.S. dollar through Ukraine for as long as they possibly can. Because people are making a ton of money off of it. And they they can say it's going to you know it's to protect democracy. That's bullshit. But Ukraine is anything but a democracy. 
And, uh, and it has to stop. Not another cent. And I don't know if you watch Sean Farish or not. You've, you've seen him on the show a couple of times. And he has a show his, his self called Ungoverned. It's on LFA TV on Rumble. Uh, every morning, uh, I watch him at 7 o'clock because I'm on the West Coast. I think it's uh, 10 to 11 o'clock Eastern is where you can catch him if you want to watch it live. But, of course, the recordings are there forever, so you can watch him. But uh, he mentioned our segment that you know he's not against just aid to Ukraine. He's against all foreign aid, and I agree with him. You know, until we get our own house in order, look, America has, it's the richest country in the world, and we have enjoyed a really long run as that. But if we continue to be wasteful, continue to not represent America's interests first, then that that empire, this kingdom we've created, will be short-lived, possibly one of the shortest lived in history. You know, the the bigger you are, the harder you fall, they say. Imagine if the United States economy self-destructed. Imagine if society broke down into anarchy. Imagine what it would be like where you had to literally fend for your life every day or perish. And you had to do it brutally. You had to do it honestly. You had to find your own food, your own shelter. And you think I'm crazy talking about that? It could happen. We're one EMP attack away from that happening. And this world is not stable. Look, we need to stop sending money abroad. We need to stop sending money to Ukraine. No to a continuing resolution in Congress. Stand your ground. Okay? Stand your ground in Congress, in the House. Do control the purse. And they can blame you. Let them. Let them. Let the extreme commie Democrats say the reason the government shut down is because of the GOP. Fine. And wear that as a badge of freaking honor. Because if if you force their hand and don't bow to them as you have for the last two and a half years, Oh, we took control of Congress, and 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 McCarthy's just been a marshmallow, a wuss, man. Stand your ground. No, no more money, no continuing resolution, unless a Ukrainian peace plan is part of it, along with securing the southern border. How about that? I deal with that. I deal with that. But you know they won't deal with that because they don't want to secure the southern border, and they don't want to stop pumping the U.S. Treasury into Ukraine. And look at look he's got uh, he's got his two biggest allies or, or his two big biggest greenies behind him. This kind of ties into Ukraine. And check this out. <sighs> we celebrate President Biden taking executive action to create the American Climate Corps. As you know, last August we passed the Inflation Reduction Act. That isn't the video I was. That wasn't the video I had, thought I had queued up. We're gonna we're gonna continue here. I'm sorry about that, man. But here's here's Vladimir uh, Zelensky. He's in, he, this was at the UN, and he is having the gall. Uh, by the way, they, they, he wanted to speak before a joint session of Congress. Thankfully, McCarthy said no. He did. Maybe he has one testicle. I don't know. But at least he's got, he kind of showed part of one anyway. Maybe it's half of a testicle. And denied a, a uh, joint session of Congress, an audience for, Zelensky to to address not only the joint session of Congress but the nation, because look, he thinks the climate changes. We're not doing enough to stop it. Even though humanity is failing on its climate policy objectives, this means that extreme weather will still impact the normal global life, and some evil state will also weaponize its outcomes. And when people in the streets of New York and other cities of the world went out on climate protest, we all have seen them. And when people in Morocco and Libya and other countries die as a result of natural disasters, and when islands and countries disappear underwater, and when tornadoes and... I can't, I can't, man. He sounds like he read, he sounds like he read AOC's manifesto and just memorized it and then started spouting it from the microphone because he thinks that, he thinks that's how Americans think. He thinks that's how he can win over the American hearts and and dollar and pocketbook. He thinks if he talks about climate change and how the protests are great and, and how, oh, entire countries are disappearing underwater and extreme storms are killing people. None of it's true. None of it is true. 
<laughs> but he thinks if he comes to America begging for money, if he talks about that, then he can, you know, maybe get the American heart on his side. You know, you're, you, again, not another penny. This is not a democracy. We're not protecting democracy in Ukraine. You understand that, right? This is a country that has suspended their elections. They're not going to be having elections. They have, they have arrested pastors and priests in Russian Orthodox churches. They have shut down the freedom of press. They have shut down and arrested political opposition. This has no hallmarks whatsoever of being anything close to representing dem democracy. And that, that people sit there and buy into it is ridiculous. Ron Paul had this to say, or excuse me, Rand. Uh, I, I, was, I was a big fan of Ron too, but this, this one is actually Rand. There's, there's also this incredible story about an American journalist, Gonzalo Lira. He's reportedly right now in prison in Ukraine on allegations of, of spreading Russian propaganda. I, I, I don't understand this, that Joe Biden could approve $113 billion of money to Ukraine, and yet he has not tried to get this American journalist out of prison there? How is that possible? It's even worse than that, Maria. They've canceled the elections. What kind of democracy has no election? So next year, Zelensky said he's not going to have an election because it would be inconvenient during the war and would be expensive. Well, the thing is, if you don't have elections, why in the world would we be supporting a country that's not a democracy? They've banned the political parties. They've invaded churches. They've arrested priests. So, no, it isn't a democracy. It's a corrupt regime. And are the Russians any better? No, the Russians are worse. But at the same time, we don't always have to pick some side to be on. But the ultimate reason I'm against this is we don't have the money. And when we borrow more money, it leads to more inflation, leads to more likelihood of recession in our country. And so we just can't keep doing it. Yeah, we can't keep doing it. The fact is, we can't be the piggy bank for the world and, and, and support every you know despotic dictator that's out there. It used to be we would go get rid of them, but now we're supporting one in Ukraine. A comedian, man, an actor, who somehow has risen. You know, we're buying their mansions, we're paying for their salaries, we're paying for their pensions. I'm talking the, the people of Ukraine, their government, all their government officials, the, all their salaries are being paid with U.S. tax dollars because they have no national income right now. Their industry is shut down except for the war effort. We're paying for their pensions. Vladimir Zelensky is rumored to have just bought a brand new $10 million mansion to live in. And they have a U.S. prisoner and we can't get him back. But, oh, we, we got, we got uh, five Americans back from Iran with a $6 billion ransom. By the way, some of these characters that were, uh, that were these Iranians we gave back were serious threats to the United States. These, yeah, they were nonviolent, but they were advocating, stealing, and purchasing nuclear technology to advance nuclear program in Iran. These were not good people. And now they're going to be out there back at it doing the exact same thing that we're doing before because the Biden regime let them do it. So again, you just got to have the will to stop it. This is, uh, this has gotten, this has gotten out of hand and it, it, it needs to Come to an end. Again, no, not another dime without peace talks, without securing the border. And hopefully the, the uh, Republicans in Congress can, can do that and wear it as a, as a badge of honor instead of, you know, trying to let, don't let the Democrats control the narrative. Don't do it. All right, moving on. Project Veritas, as many of you know, they did a lot of, uh, uh, it's founded and, and built basically, uh, around James O'Keefe and his vision, his undercover investigative reporting that he was able to do. He catches a lot of people doing bad things. And they got rid of him a few months back, and they didn't last long. Project Veritas seizes operations, lays off all remaining journalists. Seven months after James O'Keefe announced he'd been ousted from Project Veritas, the company he founded in 2010 has imploded. Former Veritas employees and investigative reporter Bobby Hart, Hart announced that Project Veritas had suspended all operations effective immediately, which the post-millennial later confirmed. And I just find this really funny because the irony of it, I don't, I don't think it's funny for companies to go out of business, except the fact that they got rid of the face and the name of the company. What did they think was going to happen? So they left. James O'Keefe went out and started his own group doing the same thing. 
He calls it OMG, and that's not for Oh My God. It's for O'Keefe Media Group. So while his old company kicks him out and is now less than a year later, seven months, having to suspend all operations, and they'll be, they'll be gone. There'll be history here shortly. O'Keefe Media Group, uh, James's new venture, is hiring. And if you're, if you're interested, you can go to O'KeefeMediaGroup.com slash careers. You have to be vetted. You know, there's lots of things they're looking for. Intel specialist, video editor, executive assistant, news writer. Anyway, do you have what it takes to join the decentralizing journalism and exposing corruption? So if you're into that sort of thing, if you want to carry hidden cameras into restaurants and try to get people, uh, you know, could be fun for the right person. And I'm sure there's, you know, lots of travel and adventure and different things like that involved. So, but the irony, oh, the irony. Veritas is shutting down and O'Keefe Media Group is hiring people. I find it, I find it absolutely hilarious. You have you have the UK Parliament, and I mentioned this, trying to censor as all part of the Russell Brand cancel based on a on media stories and a documentary, self-produced documentary that was done with women accusing. Russell Brand of sexual assault and harassment and, and various things of that nature. Maybe they're true. Maybe they're not. I don't know. But what I do know is that everybody deserves the presumption of innocence until proven guilty. And they are destroying this man because I think that they got tired of him exposing the truth. He's been, his, his, his tour has been canceled. His agent has dropped him. YouTube is completely demonetizing, which is a huge thing. Fortunately, he was already migrating over to Rumble. So he has Rumble still. Rumble is a free speech platform and they will not be denied. So Cultural Media and Support Committee, which is part of the UK Parliament, sent a letter to TikTok and it tells them that they want them to, what are you doing to control your content? Are you going to demonetize Russell Brand on your platform? We want to know this letter is about Rumble. They sent the same one to TikTok. Uh, we also like to know what Rumble is doing uh, in the, to cause or to censor the creators or, or to, to, excuse me. We want to make sure that what Rumble is doing to, uh, uh, I can't read the word, I'm sorry. Uh, but, but basically, what is Rumble doing to ensure that creators are not able to use the platform to undermine the welfare of victims of inappropriate and potentially illegal behavior. And Rumble told them, well, you know what? You can go pound sand. We're not doing anything because he hasn't broken any of our community standards. They sent a similar letter to TikTok. I would imagine that TikTok will cave and uh, I hope they don't, but they probably will. I mean, it's commie, it's commie country. So they'd be happy to demonetize Russell Brand content there, and they've been asked to do so. It says, uh, while we recognize that TikTok is not the creator of the content published by Mr. Brand and his content may be within community guidelines set out by the platform, we are concerned that he may be able to profit from his content on the platform. They're concerned that a private citizen conducting free business as a capitalist is going to make money off of their platform because some women accused him of inappropriate sexual conduct over a decade ago. Just accusations, unfounded, no proof, no evidence, no police report, no charges filed, no criminal investigations into this at all. 100% media smear campaign. And, and I'm not willing to, I will support him. Not, I don't know Russell Brand. I, I, I've never met him. I've never talked with him. I, I don't even really, I, I can really only handle him in small doses. He's just way too loud and flamboyant and, and just waving his hands everywhere. And the accent even kind of gets on my nerves after a while. Um, so I'm not actually a huge fan of him, but I will defend and protect a person's right who's been accused of something that that needs to be proven, not just in the court of public opinion, but in a court of law, that this person is innocent until they're proven guilty. If we don't have that as humans, and especially as Americans, then we're just slaves, right? We're just slaves of the government and the media, and they can, they can just destroy a person whenever they decide they don't like what he's talking about. Not going to do it. Check this out. There's not a single dollar amount that is necessary for all time. It's we about Ukraine. I guess I'm bouncing around. Going, meaning that if, for example... The Congress passed a shorter package. You could have a proportional amount. Or a long- All right, I, I got my assets mixed up. Sorry about that. So they uh, 
Yeah, basically, I mean, they're saying that we're going to continue funding Ukraine for as long as it possibly takes. All right, I, I alluded to the the people up in Canada who have had enough, and it is not just it, it is Americans or, or it's, excuse me, it's Christians and it's Muslims. They they have united together. This is a march that they did to protest in Ottawa, Canada, to protest the sexualization of children, the sexual material that's readily available to them more and more in the public school system, the fact that they are encouraged to you know, ignore their parents and go ahead and do whatever they want. And if they want to be, a boy wants to become a girl, a girl wants to become a boy, fine, we'll just cut your nuts off and chop off your breasts and you can go about your way. Which, by the way, if gender is not a thing, if gender is fluid, it's not a real thing, why do you have to remove body parts in order to become a different gender if biology doesn't matter? Hmm, something to think about. Anyway, check it out. No more silence. And then there's there's this video that popped out too. So the only thing that, I mean, this is great, but we saw what they did with the truckers regarding COVID, right? They froze their bank accounts, all the, all the organizers and leaders, and many of the truckers that participated, they froze their bank accounts. They forced them to get out of the way and get back to work. Some of them have just recently been sentenced to, to prison, the, the main organizers, a couple of years later. So that's what they do when you try to protest and exercise free speech in Canada. It's uh, not someplace we want to go, obviously, or, or do. Yakima, Washington, Mayor calls 911 on far-right petitioners at Walmart gathered signatures. This is more of the extreme commie Democrats trying to exercise their control over free speech. And not only that, the right to petition your government. Because we have a initiative process here in Washington states where citizens can gather signatures to put certain measures on the ballot, whether it's a repeal of a tax or whether it's just a, a policy issue. We have the right as citizens here in Washington state constitutionally to do that. This mayor apparently didn't get the, she didn't get the memo that we have a state constitution that allows to do that. In an audio call on September 3rd, uh, mayor, uh, Yakima mayor, Janice, I'm going to butcher the name, DeCasio said, there's some far right wing petitioners at Walmart and they don't, they're not leaving. Walmart has asked them repeatedly to do so. And the police have not taken them off the premises. She called 911, the mayor. The 911 dispatcher and a supervisor inform DCO that the petitioners have a legal right to gather signatures on private property under Washington law and that the retail giant would need to get a court order to stop them. See, but they just believe they can do whatever they want. These extreme commie Democrats, man, they don't care. They just think they can, they can go around and do whatever they want. Here's a man who is a man of the people, though, a man who is supported by a, a mass majority of people, the favorite for the Republican nomination to president in 2024, my favorite president, and I'm sure many of yours as well, Donald Trump being a man of the people, you will not see any other candidate able to garner this sort of support in a public place. He simply went to this pizza joint in Iowa and he's passing out pizza. Check it out. Isn't that great? This is a people's president, not a system president, not a deep state puppet. They can't control him, which is why they don't want him. They, he's unpredictable. He's not going to toe their line. He's not going to buy into their globalist bullshit. He's going to put America first and he's going to clean up the swamp and he's going to go after a lot of them. They know that some of them will end up in prison if Donald Trump is elected and they will do everything they can to save their own ass and to keep him out of office. It's going to be a wild year. Put your seatbelts on. Hang on. Hang on, man. But keep the faith. Please, please keep the faith. You know, I saw someone, and I, and I hear this a lot. Man, we saw what happened in the last election. Our votes don't matter. Why even vote? And I can understand 
that, that feeling of exasperation and frustration. I get it. Can't say I haven't thought the same thing. But please, please don't give up. Please stay on the American train. Get out there and vote. Share with people. Get involved locally. Help with initiative processes if your state have that. But don't give up. That's the one way to guarantee that we lose. As long as we have hope, as long as we continue down the right path and support the causes that are just and right, then there's, there's always a chance, right? There's always hope. The only time there's not a chance and the only time there is no hope is if we allow them to take it from us. So don't allow them to take away your hope. Don't allow them to take away your right to vote. Get out there. Vote early. And as Demo <laughs> Democrats would say, vote early and vote often. I don't recommend that. Vote early and get as many people as you can to vote as well. I'm telling you, we're going to do fine. I've got a good feeling. I think that we're turning the corner. I feel it. And I see it. And I hear it from people on a regular basis. Anyway, hey, thanks for watching today. If you've just been listening on the radio or, or one of the podcast channels, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. Follow the channel for free. It means a lot. Give a thumbs up like. If you want to support Patriots and you want to support truth and you want to support information out there, then share this, please. Follow the channel. Rumble is great. It's free speech platform. It's not like YouTube, although they have a lot of the same stuff you can find on YouTube. You can find all kinds of stuff on there, cooking, pets, politics, podcasts, whatever it is you're into, it's there. They just allow free speech, unlike the commies over at YouTube. I'm on all the socials at the Nun Report, except TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS, speaking of commies, and Twitter, because my handle there was, well, there was an issue. And so now on there, I'm just at Nun Report, get rid of the, the, or just go to thenunreport.com, and everything's right there. Anyone, hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.